this is Angelo on Yes But Not With You podcast here with my co-hosts Shannon and Lisa. Ladies, say hello. Hey, what's up? (laughs) (laughs) So before we jump into today's topic, which is I think a very good topic. Um, <clears throat> today's episode is brought to you by Lady St. Lucia Luxury Mink Lashes. Guys, I'm getting so close and so excited to the new stuff that I have planned and have going on with um, my makeup brand. So just FYI, keep a, keep a lookout and follow us on our Instagram for updates. And if you guys see any of our advertising, please like and show us some love. Um, okay, so moving into today's topic right away. And this is something that I think Shannon and I are both uh, passionate about and agree on. Um, so this touches on the topic. And we're just going to jump right in. This touches on the topic of dating and splitting the bill. So this has been an ongoing topic for many women, especially women and some men. Um, There's different beliefs that, you know, the bills should be split. And there's different beliefs that the bill shouldn't be split if, you know, one or the other had, you know, did the invitation, the, you know, the invitation or the inviting to dinner or going out and stuff like that. In this case, as a woman, as females, how do we feel about a guy taking us out on a date and then asking to split the bill? Shannon, you're going to... He's a friend zone. (laughs) Period. Immediately. (laughs) Like, if I split the bill, immediate friend zone. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Lisa's face. I'm so curious. I don't think we've ever talked about this, Lisa, so... I, what are your what's going through your head right now? Because I can see this blank face that I can't read. There's okay, there's different situations. I feel like where I don't immediately it's it's like minus five points and like you're gonna have to five. Your, it's like minus a hundred. <laughs> like on a scale of zero to ten. <laughs> it's still minus a hundred. But I'm like, hmm. But okay, so here's a couple of things. One is, is it a first date? I feel like a first date. So I actually went on this date and I didn't mind it. So he paid initially just like, let me grab the check. And I really appreciated that. But the next place I was like, you know what? I'll pay for it. Because I I kind of wanted this like back and forth sort of thing. Um I don't know. It's like, I think sometimes it's like a power thing and maybe that has more to do with my own guilt around or feeling, I don't know. I don't know. It's like a masculine thing. Yeah, maybe. But there's also just like this kindness sometimes that I appreciate. So actually I was listening to this talk by Matthew Hussey. Have you guys heard of him? Oh gosh, I can't stand him. No, no, I don't like some of his stuff. I like some of his stuff. No, he's obnoxious. Like, like if a guy goes nine steps, you can give one step, one or two steps. So like, let's say he pays for the movie tickets and then you're like, Hey, I'll buy the popcorn or something like that. Like there's this, I'm invested in this with you. And I appreciate you in a sense, which I was like 50, 50. That's not nine and one, nine steps. And you do one step. That's like, okay, you pay for this. I pay for this. And then it's like very transactional. And then it's like, Oh, did I pay for enough? Oh, did I do enough? Like, and that's still splitting it. Popcorn costs as much as a movie ticket. 
That's very interesting because my experiences, and thank God I've never dated a broke boy. Actually, that's a lie. The most, <laughs> okay, that's, that's a lie. I have dated broke boys, but I've never been in a position where they're like, oh, you're going to pay for this kind of a thing. I've always dated men that have money. So money has never been an issue. It's never been a problem where we go to dinner and the guy's like, oh, can you pay for your half? I had the fucking audacity. I would never. I just don't, you know, but at the same time, I don't expect it in a sense that like I would be willing to pay, you know, but especially in a friend zone like Shannon's situation where if I'm going out with a friend who's just completely platonic, great. But luckily I've been around men and and guys that are really close friends of mine that always made sure that I was taken care of. Always. So we go to dinner with a guy friend and my guy friend always pays for me. And I would be like, well, let me buy us a round of drinks or something just so that I can contribute to the the outing or something, you know, just so that I'm not like yeah. completely. Keyword friend. Right. So I don't mind that. But like, for example, like when I went to Vegas a few weeks ago with my dude, Okay, I told him I was like, okay, let's let's do this. I'm going to I'm going to book the room. You just book your flight out. And that's exactly what and, and it wasn't an issue. Okay, it didn't matter how much it cost. I booked us a fucking fancy ass five star hotel uh, room and he flew out. And from there on, he and I would fight over who was going to pay for the bill in a sense that I would try to pay and he'd be like, no, you're not paying for that. I'm paying. And like we would fight as to like who was going to pay in that sense. It wasn't like, oh, I don't want to pay this. You're going to pay it. He would not let me pay for like dinners or drinks and stuff like that. And like I would, you know, fight with him over the check. Like, no, let me pay it. And he's like, you're not paying it. And we did this back and forth. There's really, I feel like when you're in that kind of relationship, there is no like you pay for this and I pay for that kind of a thing. It's just like, you know. You want to take care of. Absolutely. And that should be very, that should be a no brainer in a relationship at all. Or if you're trying to, you know what I mean? Like, I just, I don't know. Like, I've been lucky enough to date guys that aren't just real super tight with their money in that sense. Like, I'm getting ready to buy his Christmas gift. You know, is it going to cost a couple hundred dollars? Probably. Am I going to cry over it? No, because it's something that I want to give him and it's someone that I care about. And it shouldn't be an issue, right? Whether it's $10, $20, $200, or $200 it doesn't matter. Like, I'm, I want him to have something nice and I'm, and I'm going to do it without expecting the reciprocation in that sense. You know, it's just it's just kind of something that comes with a relationship when you care about someone. I just recently read an article about a girl who bro- ended up breaking up with her boyfriend over a few years they've been together because he asked her to pay him back for a $7 uh, cold medication that he went and got for her. Like, what? Ew. Ew. Like, would you want to date someone that fucking cheap and petty and like... I wouldn't want to be friends with anyone. No, like not like, at all. If someone's bringing you over medicine, like because you're sick, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, that's what friends yeah. do at the very minimum. Friends, and boyfriends. If that's a problem, then like don't even text uh-huh. me. Like that's a boyfriend. Seven dollar cold medication. That's anyone. Like anyone should do that. 
just just out of you know it's a part it's it's just a like when I go out with my friends my girlfriends you know do we split the bill yeah it's just you know and and nobody's like typically not a lot of us are like oh you had this you had that da, 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 da. you're gonna you know I have a friend that likes to split everything down to the penny and it's like okay whatever that's just how they are but most of the time, like if I'm out with my girlfriends, we're just like, yeah, let's just split it down the middle. And then we, you know, figure out how much we're going to tip and, and that's it. Like, yeah. And you're not dating your right. girlfriends. But I, what I'm They're saying is like friends. money, I get it. Like money might be tight for some people. I totally understand. So maybe going to outings within that means yes, but on a date or in a intimate or romantic I mean, I buy my friends things all the time. Right. Like, we go out for something. It's like, oh, I'll get this. Like, if it's a coffee or if it's, like, lunch or whatever. No big deal. All the time, I'm like, you know, I'll get it. Yeah. Like, and it's no tracking that, no accounting for that. It's just, hey, I wanted to do that. It's just, I don't know. It's courtesy. Like, if I'm headed to a friend's house and I'm hungry and I'm stopping somewhere, I'm going to call my friend a thousand percent to be like, hey, I'm stopping here to grab some food. You want anything? You know? And I'll grab it. It's not a big deal. I just think it's rude to show up to someone's house with like your coffee or your food in hand and didn't offer to, you know what I mean? Like I have a, I, I have a friend like that. It's just so yeah, weird. And then the same, if I have anyone over, it's like, help yourself to whatever yeah. you want. I usually give my friends things too. I'm like, here, do you want some clothes? <laughs> you want some skincare? It's just, like, here, have it. You're just giving shit away. I just, I do. I'm just very perplexed by the idea. I had a coworker who was complaining that her boyfriend of two years at that time, they're married now, would go out to dinner and he'd want to split the bill every time. And I'm like, what? And she goes, yeah. I'm like, how long have you guys been dating? She goes like two years. And this was years ago, but at the time it had been <gasps> two years. They're married now. But she's like, that was her biggest fucking complaint. She was just like, I don't get it. Like, he wants to split everything 50-50 every time we go out. And I'm like, how the fuck do you deal with that? How do you deal with that? I would not be able to deal with that. I have friends that are a couple that are now married. And they Venmo each other for groceries for every time they go out to eat, they split it. And they're married. And they have a child together. And I'm like, that is that blows my fucking mind. At what mind. point are either of you like, going to buy the other person anything? Like, it's so weird. They've been together for like five years. They're married, a kid. Like, what are you doing? And you can see all of their Venmo transactions. Oh, so my God. How fucking cringy. Like, like, I kind of want to look it up right now, but it'll be like Trader Joe's. It'll be like McDonald's, Chipotle. Like, I'm just like, Really? Why are why Seriously? do people do like, that? I'm I you know, what? in all honesty, maybe it's just the way they were raised. Like, you know, and then people are like, Oh, you all women want equal rights and they don't want to da, 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 da. No. That has nothing to do with it. Absolutely not. It I feel like it has everything it has to do with the give or take. Lisa, say something. I have so I have this okay, this other angle though, and this has more to do with my own like like people pleasing tendencies. But something I found was that there was like this power dynamic where I remember, especially when I was like poorer and I didn't have a lot, I would feel this like weird obligation towards a guy I was on a date with even more so if he paid. Cause I was like, Oh man, like I can't 
pay for this or like I can't afford it. And then all of a sudden I felt like indebted to him somehow. And then when it comes to like sexual things, I would sometimes feel like I would actually give in more if he paid like I would feel bad almost, which is so messed up. It's so messed up. And I'm not saying this is like a helpful mentality, but I would feel it. Whereas now it's like, if I pay for, if I contribute something, I feel like I'm able to honor my own physical boundaries more. And it's, I don't know what's That's weird. a friend it's zone a weird... deal. Like, I'm sorry if a guy's going to make me pay for my share of the dinner, you're not getting your dick sucked later, period. You're not getting anything. Yeah, because if you go 50-50, like, guess We're what? friends. Sex is not, like, yeah, and, and that's not 50-50 because the bottom line is men and women are different, and women can get sex any time of the day with anyone they want, whenever they want. Guys can't do that. Guys have to invest. Like, guys have to court a girl or pursue a girl. I mean, that's girls just, can just get that yeah. anywhere. Like, I'm not buying a guy dinner so I could, like, hook up i (laughs) you know what's funny you say that i actually joke about that a lot with my dude and he did it was funny because we met up with our guy friends in vegas and i was trying to pay the bill and i was fighting with the i was fighting with him with the waitress standing there because i was trying (laughs) to pay the bill and he wouldn't let me and my guy friends are like dude what the fuck like you're you know and my dude made a comment he was like oh you'll pay for that later and it was funny because it it's not about that you know what I mean it's not about like I'm gonna pay for dinner and I'm gonna get a blowjob later it really isn't about that but essentially it kind of is like when it's it kind of is is when you're not in that deep of a relationship like if I'm meeting a guy for the first time and it's our first or second date and we're gonna go split the bill we're not having sex we're just not you're not getting no. anything because at, at this point we're just friends. We're platonic. We're yeah. we're nothing. Yeah, because the thing is, like, for me, I want a man who wants to provide, who has that in him. And I also take that as a security where it's like, okay, they're actually investing in me. They actually care about me. They actually want me to do well. They actually want me, you know, to like have things and to just be taken care of. Like that's a protective way of, of showing affection. And, and that's what I crave as a woman. I want a man who's going to provide me with stability and security and that I'll feel safe around. I don't want like a gamble with a relationship, you but know, in return, when I want a guy, someone who's like, wants to do Right. So when a guy shows you that he can provide for you in return you kind of essentially do the same thing for him in different ways whether it's monetary whether it's affection or appreciation or whatever it is like you find a way to reciprocate like nurturing yes like exactly like we're more thoughtful we're more nurturing we adjust to their schedule we do things for them like we I mean, at the most basic level, like a guy goes to work, he makes money, he brings it home. Now that the girl's job is to turn that money into the home and to take care of the home and to turn that money into food, turn that money into a nice place to live. Like, so it's a two part job here. Like you go out and get the money and then you convert the money and that's the woman's job. So 
I think when it comes to dating, it should sort of be a reflection of that. Y'all bring the money and I'll spend the money. It's a full circle. It's a a holistic relationship, right? Like everyone like plays a part. and, And I really think that men and women need each other. We need these different roles filled because one person can't do life on their own. Like you can't provide for yourself, you work, take care of your home, stay in shape, stay mentally healthy, stay, you know, spiritually healthy, be charitable, keep up with all your friends. Like just living life is a, it's more than a full-time job. It's too much for one person. And I think that's why it's so important that we're in relationship and that we also have community because everybody plays different parts. And, and I really think that two people, a man and a wife when they're married, become one person. And that's sort of a whole person. Not that they were not whole on their own, but together they're, they amplify their being and they can become more effective. And that's why as species, we've evolved that way. We need to be in relationship. We're social creatures. We're not meant to be alone and to do things all on our own and just sort of wandering around and going on dates and splitting a bill and hooking up here and then going the next day going on a date with someone else and splitting the bill and hooking up there like that's not healthy for us as humans like we're meant to be in i think you're coming from a place of wanting that home stability i i understand what you're saying but i don't necessarily agree with the sense that like it's the man's job to always do the providing solely your way of showing that you can provide him again in a reciprocation I think you and I would totally do it differently like you would turn his um him providing into a home because that's essentially that's your goal you want to be a housewife you want to be a mom you want to create an environment for a family and make a home there are some people that that aren't necessarily on that page like for myself I don't necessarily feel like he needs to bring home the bacon and I'm going to turn this into a home I'd rather us agree that if we're going to live together we both contribute our own ways you know and it doesn't necessarily have to have a role in that sense but I think I like the idea of a man being able to take care of me, right, financially in all ways. But I like to know that I can also take care of myself and would be able to take care of him as well. Not just the one way. And I think that that's where that line kind of blurs when it comes to like, oh, you pay for this and I pay for that. Like, it's just, it doesn't, to me, it doesn't matter. It's whoever pays for whatever we're both going to enjoy that anyway. So you were saying like you have friends that like have transactions for Venmo for groceries or for food or for whatever. Weird. Like to me, that doesn't make I sense. I wonder if they divvy up their food. At yeah. Home. <laughs> like, I bought this. Like I have That's like a total roommate situation. Okay. Only roommates do that. Like I don't even do that with roommates. Yeah. It's like, Hey, if you eat something, and I you know the last of it, just, just replace it later. Or, you know, like, yeah. It just that is so weird to me when when people are very it's like so penny weird. and nitpicky about that kind of stuff. But I don't know. I just think it's so like that seven dollar cold medicine situation just blows my fucking mind. It, that blows my lid. I'm just like, what fucking guy wants his girlfriend to Venmo seven dollars over a cold medicine when she's when she's sick? No, okay. 
To play devil's advocate, I do sometimes like it's like when couples get divorced over how the dishes are done, right? Where it seems so insignificant, so small, but there's so much that's like wrapped up underneath that. So I wonder if she's really demanding of him and just constantly is asking for things all the time and never being appreciative or giving anything back. And maybe that was like the straw that broke the camel's back where he's like, you know what? Fuck you. I like need this. Like, you're not just going to like tell me what to do all the time and never like contribute or something like that. Potentially. I don't know this couple's dynamic, but I'm wondering if there's more to it than he's just like a cheap ass or something like that, you know? Cause sometimes there are, there's more to it than we. That's true. I, I can, I can see that, you know, we, we don't know the full story, but Again, it just comes down to, I think, number one, how you're raised. Number two, um, just your, you know, a lot of people might be in a financial situation. Maybe it was his last $7 and he really needed it. You know, I, I totally get that. But at the same time, say that money isn't really, you know, I don't know. I just don't feel like money shouldn't really be a problem. But then again, that's coming from, you know, a perspective where someone is, financially comfortable or stable. So I can't speak for everybody, but I know that. I don't know. I think I know people who are struggling financially that are so much more generous than people Absolutely. who have never had Absolutely. to worry about money. I don't think it matters how much you have. I think it just, it's a heart factor. And if you're a generous person, you're a generous person. I myself, I, I like to be a generous person. My goal is to be more generous always and to always grow in generosity and I'm attracted to other people friends relationships all of that who value that characteristic as well and they themselves are generous or they strive to be more generous like you kind of attract what you are right so if somebody shows that early on in a relationship that they're not that type of person it's right away I can see we don't really align on a core value of mine it's just your will. So it's probably not going to work. Yeah. But it, it doesn't matter how much you have or how much you don't have. Yeah, there there is a difference. Like I've dated guys who are very wealthy and I've dated guys who are very like struggling actors and models in LA who don't have it. And I still there there is somewhat of a difference, but you can still tell when their heart is in it or they you know try to take you on dates that are more creative, like going on a hike or doing something more thoughtful um, where maybe it doesn't cost them any money. But then there's guys who have a lot of money and then, and they flip the bill all the time, but that doesn't really matter to them because that's just, they just have it. So it doesn't matter. So you can still tell who's generous regardless of what they spend. But um, I, I just, I strongly, strongly believe that men should pay for dates period. I remember there's this guy and he's an older gentleman and he drives around, you know, it's Riverside. Like you're Riverside rich, then you're really not that rich. Sorry to say, but uh, this guy <laughs> drives around um, a Bentley and his wife drives a Hyundai, which is great. Whatever. Not judging that. Ew. 
no, it's not okay. Uh, whatever. Like, I don't know what their situation is. No. Maybe she's a little bit more down to earth and humble than he is, but he wears the weirdest, liar, liar. weirdest no. shirt. Down to earth, no. Just tries, and he shows up at the restaurant with a different woman every fucking time. Every time I did see him, this was a while ago, and he's an older guy. Um, I have no idea what he fucking does, but he would offer to buy me a drink. You know, and I'm like, yeah, cool. And he would always ask the bartender, how much is it? How much is it? I'm like, oh, you drive around in God. a fucking Bentley and you have to ask you know the bartender how much is a fucking cocktail that you just offered to buy me? Like, it was the weirdest <laughs> fucking thing ever. And I'm just like, I don't. So people, how do I say this without giving it, giving it away? Um... I'm just not going to say it. There was a nickname that fucking, I'm just going to say it. They call him uh, Dollar Bill. <laughs> His name was Bill. And they would call him Dollar oh, Bill because he was so, so funny. He would Bill. flaunt all his money, but he never, you know, he was so <laughs> cheap about everything. And so, um, so it was just always, you know, and then so when he started offering to buy me drinks, I was like, no, I'm good. Like, I'll, I'll buy my own yeah, drink. Ew. It no, just was no. so. So cringy to, you know, you're sitting around throwing around, you know, your status and your money. I'm like, oh, yeah, look at my Corvette outside. Look at my, look at this and look at that. And he's like, oh, my wife drives a Hyundai. And I'm like, good for her. Hyundais are great cars, you know, like whatever. But it just was how much like he was projecting his status, but like just was so wound tight when it came to spending that money. And you know what they say? That's you know why what? rich people are rich because they don't spend uh -huh. money or whatever. Uh, yes and no. I mean, okay. So in Vegas, we were actually, when I lived there, we were trained to <clears throat> be able to tell if someone has money for real or not. They taught us all the tells and where you can kind of exactly pinpoint an individual's net worth, which is incredible. Lisa's all spilled the beans. I mean, um, at the basic level, watch and shoes. Like if somebody has nice watch and nice shoes, that's a sign that they like for real have money. Nice you know, Gucci belt, stuff like that. No, I mean, I, I guess that's kind of obvious, but um, wallet and shoe. I mean, watch and shoes are the first two gives. So they taught us how to do this where you could read people, you can really, really tell. And there's a category called the $50,000 millionaire, which means somebody might have a disposable $50,000, but they use that to portray this lifestyle image of being a millionaire. So it'll be like leasing a car that they can't afford. It'll be, you know, spending money on bottles or or it's just something that's just so stupid, but it's only for show because people might see like, oh, nice car. They have money. That doesn't mean they have money. That means they, they're probably leasing it. They're probably, you know, doing something with it, whatever. Um, but if they do have a, if they have really expensive shoes and they have a really expensive watch that's how you know. i feel like the flashier you are the more way. broke you are mm -hmm. you know rich really rich people dress down like yeah they dress like they're yeah. homeless which i think is fucking <laughs> yeah. fabulous like they're very understated yeah. but i feel like the broke the more broke you are it's like the guys around here you know one drives a fucking hundred and fifty thousand dollar you know bmw 
lies to people and tells them that he's a surgeon, but he's actually the doctor's bitch. He's just a PA and has like six fucking roommates in a big oh, old the- house. I'm like, you ain't you, shit. Yeah, cars not the way. Cars not the way. I know so many wealthy individuals who just drive very practical mm-hmm. cars. That's a smart way mm-hmm. to do it, I think. Yeah. But it yeah. usually, I don't know. It just, I, I just feel like the flashier you are, the the you're like fronting, like you don't. You don't. Well, have money it. is an investment, right? Like if you have money, you use money to make more money. Cars depreciate. Cars just lose their value. So wealthy people do not invest money into cars. Tesla is not It goes up in value. Wait, what? What does? Teslas have gone up in value. So they've like actually. Yeah, and that's very. Cars aren't aren't something that you're going to get rich off of, right? A watch, diamonds, things like that, those a Rolex designer bags those hold their value yeah designer bags um bags no bags actually don't necessarily it's it, sometimes Birkins yes, Chanel's, Chanel's yes, yes the classic Chanel's the Dior's the designer they, designer they, stuff a lot of other a lot of a lot of them don't like though. Michael a Kors them are garbage not that's gonna end up at Goodwill no, no but even even the Dior's even the Louis Vuitton's all of those like they they lose their value over time Birkins Cla- hold their value. I'm sorry, I have to, to I have to interject. The classic ones actually go up in value every year. Which class? The, the classic the, the classic all designers, like the Louis, the all the classic, like the seasonal stuff, whatever. But like the classic stuff, always. I had a sister. My I had a sister. Yeah, I actually did have a sister. I don't talk to anymore. She ended up buying a classic Chanel bag. Um at like, I think it was like 20, no, it was like 32 at the time. And she bought it because she knew that it would go up in value. And that was like 10 years ago. Yeah, the classic Chanel. The classic absolutely. stuff, yes. Yeah. The seasonal stuff, not so much. So, yeah. But it's not all brands. No. Like, now, like, the classic Chanel's are going for 10K mm-hmm. now. A few years ago, they were mm-hmm. 5K. And they hold their value. Mm-hmm. So, certain bags, yes. But say, like, you're in a club and you want to spot someone with if they have money or not. Just because they have a nice bag does not mean that they have money. If, if it's a classic Chanel or Birkin, sure. But if it's, if they're holding any type of Louis or anything, it's like that anyone, anybody can buy a $2,000 bag. Anyone can. I don't care if they're imitations, who you are. Though. Like you can save that much. Like, yeah, like anyone has access to that. Not everyone can buy a Birkin, right? Not everyone can buy a diamond encrusted Rolex. Like not everyone can just buy a new pair, $2,000 pair of shoes all of the time so that they're brand new and nice like because they wear out so those are just waste anyone can lease a car not anyone but a fifty thousand dollar millionaire can lease a nice car imagine looking flashy as fuck driving the nicest fucking car and then taking your date somewhere super cheap and still splitting the fucking bill imagine that <laughs> and i know there's guys out there like cocktail? that too $12. Yeah. Oh, you're going to, you want to supersize? You're going to have to pay for that. You're going to pay for the difference for the supersizing. <laughs> Would you like to supersize that for 40 cents? Yeah. No. It's 40 cents. You can pay it. What the fuck? Why are people like this? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Have that, you, those are people. Ever felt this like vulnerability though when people pay for you? Of course. That like sometimes. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, 
I feel like now that I'm more financially stable than I ever been, there's something nice about just like contributing where I don't feel this weird, like, like I can walk away and just feel really good about it without, I don't know. It's, it's like a weird power thing in a sense. Have you guys ever I don't have any. No, because I don't have an ego. <laughs> you don't have any what? I don't have an ego. Like, if someone wants to buy me something, like, I'm just grateful. I'm not like, oh, I just took from them, and that means I'm doing less than, or I'm not, you know, no. I just think as long as you find a way to reciprocate at some point, some way, somehow, I think that that's what matters. You know what I mean? Like, if I went out to dinner and my friend's like, oh, I got this, you know, I got dinner, and I'd be like, well, let, fucking let's go down to the street to a bar and let me get us a round of drinks, something. Just any way of contrib- contributing, you know, is good. But again, it just, it's a give and take kind of situation, but it's just so weird to see intimate couples that are romantically involved you know, go out and split the bill and Venmo each other, the differences for costs and things like that. It's like, it's a shared deal. Get it? Like if we're going to dinner, guess what? I'm going to have a few bites of your food. You're going to have a few bites of mine. What's yours is mine. (laughs) What's mine is yours. Like, why does that even matter? You know, but I just, I don't know. Again, I feel like it comes down to just how maybe people are raised or how just they feel about money or, whatever, it can go both ways. Like maybe you didn't have money growing up. So you're a little bit tight with your money and you're a stickler for saving and you spend very little or you're super frugal. I get that too. Or there's the people who are just like, I never had money to spend. So I like to spend it generously because I like being able to do that for people. There's that as well. I really do think that it has something to do with your upbringing. You know what I mean? Like I would never raise a son to take out a female and expect sex or whatever because he paid for her meal i expect you to fucking be a gentleman pay for a meal because you're a fucking gentleman and you asked her to go out whether you get it or not like whatever it is like i would never raise a son that way you know what's interesting i do i was just thinking about this like just now i had this like revelation around it I think I feel obligated when people have money because that's how, so my mom would use money a lot to manipulate of like, I paid for this. So now I own you in a way. Like you have to do what I say. Yeah. When I say That's why you don't like it. And I don't like it because I feel this, but I'll do it. So I found myself like I would go further sexually because I was like, well, you you spend a ton of money on me or something, which like so fucked up but Lisa, are you saying I that think, you like, could that's be bought <laughs> i'm kidding <laughs> she can be manipulated with money lisa can be bought <laughs> no but I'll feel, I'll feel that like emotional like tugging of like do like it's harder for me to hold my boundaries when i feel like somebody spent a ton of money on me and i think that's because i was like conditioned oh. of like my mom yeah being of if I buy this for you, you have to do what I say. It's like holding you kind of and ransom in a sense, like that leverage uh, a little bit. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Okay. That's understandable. So I think that's why I feel so good to feel like I can take care of myself. I don't need your money. I'll appreciate it occasionally, but it just feels so good to feel like if you do something disrespectful, I can pay my own bill and walk out of right. here. And like, right, 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 right. It's not 
you're oh, like, I'm nice, disrespectful to me. You were there with me, Lisa, in San Francisco when this guy was being disrespectful to me. And I walked out of the restaurant and yes, he paid for it. So you're good at that. You're and good he paid for my friend too. He paid for you as well. And it was a very nice dinner. He deserved he it. Ordered all the Wagyu, all every dessert at Mastro's. We did all of it. Oh, but he, yeah, the second he was disrespectful, well, he was being a jerk, right? So I got up and left. Rightfully so. Absolutely. Yeah. Any female should re- react nothing. that way if they're being disrespected. Don't hold money over somebody and 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 that's literally what he, he was, was holding doing. it captive. He was yeah. Acting like, oh, I'm spending money on this girl and she's she made up for it in the bedroom last night, which never happened. And I was like, fuck off. <laughs> and I left because like that's not true. It's not true. And and it's just disrespectful to talk about me that way at a dinner table with people. Like, first mm-hmm. off, yeah, it's a lie. Second, I would have humiliated you can't him. Do that. Yeah, yeah. It's like, no, no, no. I'm not going to sit there and act like all flirty, like to try to get him to spend money on me. Ew, fuck off. But I, at the same time, I wasn't like, I'm going to pay my dinner tonight and make a stance and then leave. <laughs> I was like. Fuck you. You could pay for everything. I'm out of here. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah. Fuck you and that. Yeah. I feel like you did it right. I can't yeah. even. Yeah. No, that's fair. That's, that's fair. fair. It's- and I brought you with me. I'm like, Lisa, let's go. That's totally <laughs> fucking fair. He asked for it. So yeah. fuck that guy. Yeah. But I'm interested to see what our audience actually has to say about this as well. Because I know women and men feel very strongly. I know that there are men who don't agree with the whole splitting of the bill at the dinner. I know there's a lot of women out there that are like, oh, I don't mind paying for my own. Yeah, of course, we don't mind paying for our own because we're independent. We have jobs, we work, and we can afford ourselves. But at the same time, the principle of you know, a man being able to provide for a woman and then a woman being able to reciprocate that appreciation in different ways or in same ways or similar ways, whatever. Um, I feel like that's what it's about. So I'm, I'm probably going to post something like this on my own social media just to kind of get a read on what people think. Um, And so I'm, I'm interested to see what the results would be like. I would love for you, Lisa and Shannon, to participate in this poll as well, just to kind of see what kind of reaction we might get. So I've had so many arguments with people over this. Yeah, I'm interested to see what what kind of feedback we get. So so we'll touch base on this on our next episode and, and see you know, what kind of reactions or comments um, we get. I might be asking some, you know, close friends of mine. I might put it on my Instagram. Um, I might put it on my Facebook and see what happens. There's a women's group that I, that I follow. I might post it in there just to kind of get their reaction because it's all women. So I'm trying to see like who's split, like (laughs) if they're, you know, all about what we're saying or they don't agree with us or. Here's the thing. Women will say, oh, it's woman empowerment to pay my bill. And I'm like, it's woman empowerment to not pay, to have a guy pay for me. Like, hello. Like, feminism to me is not having to go to a job that I oh hate. My not God. having to, you know, spend money on dudes. Like, feminism is not having to, like, try to pay my way to get sex. Oh. Like, feminism's like, 
yeah, man, you gotta work. By the way, Shannon's not a feminist, just so we're clear. And she has, she has openly admitted this in the past. Feminism ruined everything. The whole movement ruined everything because we were winning for so long. We are still winning. What are you talking about? It's not true. I feel like men is women and they treated them like shit because they felt like women like shit. I I think women are treated like shit in the workplace now. Now now women are having to work and making less. I just feel like they can't handle. I just feel like they can't handle the fact that we're the stronger gender. We're the we're the stronger sex. Sorry. Yeah, and we were doing great for so long. We're still doing great. Came in and ruined it. We're still doing great. I don't know. I think a lot of women who didn't go to college, didn't have a job. And then their husbands would abuse them and they felt trapped because they're like, but if I women that alone, go to college, get jobs and their husbands still abuse them. Okay. Now I just mm, feel like this comes true, to life choices. Maybe some women are into that. Maybe they're, Being maybe a, they're into the sub and dom stuff. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I make all the How money and I make all the rules, but I want you to dominate <laughs> me somewhere else. Like, you never know. There's guys like that too. You know, I don't know. I I feel like maybe it's a preference or a choice for some people. Who who knows? But yeah, I'm curious to see. Not where I was going. I know. <laughs> I know. You just had to throw it in somewhere. Um, but <laughs> I would love some feedback. We would love some feedback on this. On um, us, you know, from from both women and men, and see where where they stand. Um. So we're going to put it out there and and see what happens. We'll touch base uh, on our next episode and see what we ended up with. And uh, we're actually going to wrap up this episode. Again, my name is Angela with Yes With Not With You podcast with my sisters here, Lisa and Shannon. Girls, what are your uh, handles? I'm at Shannon and Lisa Marie underscore underscore T. Guys, I just posted a new TikTok video over Thanksgiving. Yep. So check it out. <laughs> over Thanksgiving. That was like two weeks ago. Yeah. It's literally just like the dumbest TikTok challenge. Video, what is it? But, you know? Okay. We'll go. We'll, we'll go watch it. Let's all go watch it. Out. There's only one way to okay. find out. Keep exactly. it a surprise. I'm not on TikTok I'm a lot, pulling but you in. I'll, I'll <laughs> see if I can revive that account and go take a peek. <laughs> <laughs> all right love, love you guys until next time <laughs> bye